You are Locked On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On Longhorns Podcast. I am your host, Patrick Kahn. You can follow me on Twitter at PatSportsGuy. Follow Cami at CamiNG, and she is back on the show today. Also, follow the show Locked On Horns on Twitter, Locked On Longhorns on Instagram. Hey, Cami, it is a football Friday, and we're hoping there's a game on Saturday. We haven't been told otherwise. Yeah, it's looking very positive. I know at least that has been reported. Baylor hasn't had any new positive COVID-19 tests, so that's a good sign. I think everything's pointing in the right direction to play on Saturday, and it should be interesting because Texas will be actually sporting those throwback white jerseys, and they usually wear white at road games. So um, it'll be kind of interesting to see all of this come together. The the icy whites, as they're saying. Uh, right. Yeah, it's interesting that the, – did you see that the logo is the the darker orange than than their normal? Yeah, I actually kind of like it. It's more of a uh, old school feel, and I guess what I like most about these throwback jerseys is the uh, two stripes on each shoulder pad. I thought that was a good look. Yeah, and and you know, it's it's good. You know, I, I like that they do this. I know they did this last year with the 1969 team. This year it's the 1970 throwbacks. Uh, I know they like to do that periodically, but uh, let's just hope it's not all for naught. Let's hope it's not we're wearing throwbacks and we're going to come out there and lose another football game. Uh, that that would that's like the ultimate. I mean, that would be 2020 in a nutshell right you, there. You know what I kind of said about that uh, when I was writing an article the other day? I mentioned how obviously Texas, in regards to the football program, needs a lot of change with the way things are going. And I was like, if that starts with the switching up the jerseys, then so be it, because they need some type of spark to go out there and win this football game. If, if they if they go out and win this football game wearing the throwbacks, do you switch to the throwbacks as a full-time game? <laughs> See, I'm a pretty, uh, I'm a pretty traditional type of uh, person. You know how I am about uh, good luck superstitions and things like that before each game. So, I feel like that should be the case, but there's no way they'll just wear them for this game and then go back to their normal jerseys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cami is very much into the pregame selfie. Uh, gotta have that going <laughs> uh, to make sure. You know, it's that's the good luck charm for Texas. It works it's only, first it's two only weeks. Right. It's only weird if it doesn't work. And apparently it doesn't work anymore. So I got to switch it up. Got to switch it up. Got to find a new pregame routine. Absolutely. So looking at this game, obviously, we I don't think you can look at this game any other way than saying it is a must win. I mean, there's there's no if ands, buts about it. This is a must win football game because you've lost two straight because you just lost to Oklahoma. You just lost to TCU. And you're looking at the three teams in front of you are undefeated in conference play. So what do they have to do to get back into this conference race other than obviously beating Baylor? I mean, is it going to take a six-game win streak? Oh, that's a tough question. I do agree in the sense that this is a must win. I think it's for a variety of reasons. Obviously, I think head coach Tom Herman needs this win with all of the um, negative rumors surrounding his future in Austin right now. I think uh, obviously the new coordinators need this win. I think it's important for their big 12 title race. So I think I'm not exactly 
going to say they have to run the table, but there's three very important games left on their schedule in Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and Kansas State. And I think if they could beat those three programs, uh, they might be able to suffer one decent loss that would likely have to come to uh, Baylor. It can't be a Kansas. It can't be, I mean, Baylor or West Virginia. It, it just basically can't be a loss to Kansas, obviously. So I, it's a must win against Baylor, I would say, as long as they can uh, obviously defeat the top three uh, in the conference right now. And I think Oklahoma and Texas are in similar positions in terms of needing to win, uh, I guess, the rest of their games. I think they might be able to suffer one more loss and squeak into the Big 12 title race. But like I mentioned, Oklahoma State has a tough schedule ahead, so I don't think they'll, they'll uh, be undefeated for too much longer. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch that game this weekend. You have Oklahoma State, Iowa State, in Stillwater, uh, the return of Spencer Sanders. That's going to be an interesting one. That's one game you got to watch and kind of, uh, kind of see where both teams are at. Obviously, uh, Iowa State has beaten Oklahoma, uh, and you know, so this is their next big test. They're trying to get up there. Uh, but yeah, I, I think honestly, I think it's going to have to be. In, uh, I think it's got to be a six and zero run. Uh, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be ironic that? If Texas does lose to Kansas this year, that Tom Her- Tom Herman gets fired in the same regard as his predecessor, Charlie Strong, after he lost to Kansas. But you're right; they can't lose that game, and they don't have any excuses because Kansas just lost their best player, the Puka Williams. Oof! Yeah, they're. Yeah. I can't imagine if Texas lost that game. Honestly, there would uh, be a lot of question marks, and honestly, I don't think. Herman would survive the year if that happened, but otherwise I think we'll squeak through this COVID unusual scheduling conference only format, things like that. But like we always go back to, it's the, it's the mannerism in which they're losing. It's not necessarily that they are losing and uh, it's just the same problems year over year. So there's no excuses at this point. Absolutely not any excuses. And, and the excuses have to stop. I mean, they've got to take accountability. They've got to take ownership of this because right now, the wheels are coming off this thing right now. Uh, you know, where they're sitting right now, looking at two and two, could be two and three if they lose to Baylor on Saturday. Uh, and we're going to get into our offensive keys of the game uh, in the next segment. And then in the final segment, we're going to get into our defensive, plus, you know, look at some of our key players, our X factors. We're going to make our game picks. Uh, Kami, so is there any, like, right now, does Texas need to come out and make a statement? You know, I mean, I know we've talked about this being a must-win game, but is this a statement game that they have to make, uh, you know, not just for the fan base, but, you know, I mean, Tom Herman's under a ton of pressure. So does he need to come out and make a statement in this football game that we are going to fix those issues and they're going to start right now? Yeah, I mean, obviously that's what everyone's hoping to see. But at the same time, I think a win is a win, right? And they need to get back in that win column desperately. We've talked a lot about how this is a must win. So I don't think they necessarily have to come out and blow the tracks off of Baylor. I don't think it needs to be um, like a three-possession win or anything like that. So I I just think they need to get back in the win column now because wins are obviously hard to come by. (laughs) They couldn't couldn't defeat TCU or Oklahoma. So, no, I don't think they need to come out and make a statement. I just think they need to play sound football, and I think they need to win this ballgame. I could agree to that to some point. I do think that there needs to be a little bit of a statement in that um, they've got to be – they've got to clean up those issues. And, you know, Tom Herman said that they're going to start punishing. Um, so we need to see that that's getting through to the players and not making these bonehead plays. All right. But 
we'll talk about the offensive side of the ball coming up. But first, I want to tell you about Built Go. You know, when, when you're trying to get through your wall, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, uh, you, sometimes you need the energy. You need that that breakthrough, and that's the great thing about Built Go. Uh, you know, it, it's stuff that you, you can carry with you, put it in your pocket, put it in your briefcase, wherever you need. If you got a big meeting and you need to build, you need to get through, it's five-hour energy without that same crash. It's natural, so it's better for the body. You got three delicious flavors. Tammy's going to love this. Peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, chocolate mint. I mean, that's the best way to do it. And it's built, it's got the collagen protein, so it's fast absorbing, so it gets into the system fast. It's easy on your stomach, so you're not going to be hurting. You get all the vitamins that you're needing, the B6, the B12. Definitely got to check it out. Go to BuiltGo.com. Use the promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, and you're going to get 20% off your next order. So how do you like to hit the reset button and get ready for your week? On a Saturday, if, you, if you're trying to get ready for your week, what do we all do? We're going to be sitting around. We're going to be watching some college football. It's therapeutic me time. And what do you do? You reach for that Coors Light, which is the one I choose when I need to unwind. The beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly with the beer from Coors Brewing Company in Golden, Colorado. Ice cold. Always, always a great time if you're by yourself, if you're with your friends, you're toasting. You got to, each of you, got to grab that Coors Light. And the great thing is you can get it delivered right to you. All you got to do is go to get.coorslight.com, and you can get that sent right to you. So anytime can be Coors Light time, can be that me time. So reach for the beer that's made cold, that cold water, and it is made to chill. All right, Cameron, let's talk about the offensive side of the ball. I, I, I think – I think we both agree that the offensive side of the ball, you can argue that they're better off than the defense, right? I mean, right. You can say, okay, they're they're doing good. They're they're scoring 49 and a half points per game. They're leading the country in offense. Uh, but there's some context there. Mm-hmm. I think they need to be more consistent. If you look at the last two games, they've had 11 drives ended on a three and out. I mean, there's no consistency. So the, what are they doing? They're putting their defense back on the field. so Which they can't do, yeah. Which you can't do, obviously, right. And, and the issues that they're already having on the defensive side of the ball, which we're going to get into in our next segment. But when you look at the offense, who who is who are some of the players that you say, you this guy's got to step up in this game, or these are the areas they've got to improve in this game? Gosh, I don't know if there's anyone that I think doesn't need to step up, and that even includes quarterback Sam Ellinger because, like we mentioned, they need to be more consistent. They need to be more balanced. Uh, They need to get that run game going. Uh, I feel like they're playing catch-up in the fourth quarter. That's where a lot of their uh, points have come from. So I wouldn't even necessarily view them as one of the top offenses in the league in terms of putting up points because a lot of that is coming towards the very, very end of the fourth quarter. So I I guess I would have to, like I mentioned, you can take it a million different ways. Obviously, the offensive line needs to step up. Ellinger, I'm going to say Keontae Ingram here running back because Roshan's dealing with an injury, lingering injury, although he's my guy who I feel like uh, needs to carry the rock more. But um, I just think Keontae Ingram does. They're missing him. They're missing uh, his presence out there. He needs to protect protect the ball more. Uh, Like I mentioned, getting the run game going is crucial because Ellinger has led the team in rushing the past two games, and those were both losses. So, um, 
I'm assuming he's going to be their guy uh, coming out there against Baylor. So uh, hopefully he's able to step up and get this run game going again. Yeah, I mean, I can see where, where you're at on that. I think obviously the offensive line, they need to do a better job protecting the quarterback. Quarterbacks need to be more accurate. Uh, but I'm going to say I need a wide receiver outside of Joshua Moore to step up. Uh, I think when you look at this team, their second leading receiver is Jordan Whittington, played one game. He's out for this game dealing with a hip flexor. Hopefully they're going to have him back after they come off their next bye week. He might be available for the game before. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that how that plays out uh, when they play West Virginia. But I think you need to see something from Brennan Eagles. He was a guy that people expected stuff from. And, you know, he started out the season as the number two guy behind Tariq Black. Tariq Black looked good in the opener, and we haven't really heard much or seen much from him uh, at all. So, really, I, I, I look at that wide receiver group. Jake Smith, are you healthy? Because I'm going to need you to do something. Uh, you know, if it's Brennan Schooler, if it's Kai Money, if it's, you know, uh, Marcus Washington, so I, somebody's got to help out Joshua Moore because he can't be the only consistent wide receiver you got. I mean, I know in years past we had they had that one slot receiver who seemed to do it all. Uh, but even last year, you know, it wasn't just the Devin Duvernay show. He had Brennan Eagles who made plays for him. He had Colin Johnson. So for me, it's those receiver group because they've shown that they're going to have to throw the ball because they're going to get behind uh, as mm-hmm. you've seen each week. So if they're going to throw the ball, these wide receivers got to do something to help out Sam. Yeah. And I agree. And I think this also goes back to the point, uh, Sam's accuracy. I think that's also uh, playing into uh, the lack of wide receivers stepping up because he just hasn't been accurate in the air. I mean, we talked about he was 0 for 11 over 20 yards downfield um, against Oklahoma. So I think obviously that plays a part. So I think Sam and the wide receiver, they need to get the ball. Ah, man, it's hard because our it's so weird that our offense is putting up so much points. But, I mean, Sam has been accurate. No one's really stepping up a wide receiver other than Joshua Moore. They have tons of injuries. They don't really have a run game right now. So it's just hard to – imagine them putting up that many points but like we mentioned they all need to step up right but here here's the thing and and these this is why i don't think you can just look at sheer numbers and say oh well they have the number one offense they have the number one this and that because when you look when you look at it they put up a ton of points they put up a ton of yards against texas tech what is texas tech they are the worst pass defense in the conference okay so that doesn't tell me that doesn't tell me a whole lot because right that's you know, against TCU, they scored 29 points. So 20 points below their season average. Okay, so that's not a great outburst. Um, and, I've, again, we talked about it. Sam turning the football over in that game, not being accurate. And then against Oklahoma, it was 31 points. They scored 14 more in overtime. But, again, you're bringing them much further down than their season average. So that's where I'm looking at it, and I'm going, okay, yes, they need to be more consistent. They need to score more. Uh I think one of the things, though, Mike Yersich needs to look at where his quarterback is struggling, and I think that's where he needs to try and help him out. Mm-hmm. Where is Sam struggling? The outs, throwing beyond the numbers, outside the numbers, deep right, deep left. He's a little bit better deep middle. So if, if, if that's where my guy is, then I'm going to try and draw up some route concepts that are going to take advantage of the skill set because it's obvious that there hasn't been that progression that we expected from Sam throwing outside. 
Oh, I completely agree. And I think uh, what kind of plays into that is a slot receiver, the injuries there. So uh, Jake Smith and Jordan Whittington, they can't stay healthy or they either can't stay healthy at the same time. So like you mentioned, Jake Smith needs to, needs to be healthy. He needs to play a large role in this offense. We saw how many times they threw to him against TCU, uh, basically the one game that he's really been able to play. So, um, and he had a, and he had a big drop in that game, which is probably a game changer. So uh, like you've mentioned all week, a slot receiver needs to stand up because that's where Sam feels most comfortable comfortable uh, dropping the ball off to over the middle. So I don't know whether it's going to be schooler or money or really what they're going to do there if Jake Smith isn't healthy and or can't play the entire game. So that'll be interesting to watch. And also, if you need to dump it off, don't be afraid to dump it off. Get the backs involved because that's yep. right there. there. Yeah, especially a guy like Bijan Robinson. If he's on the field, I'm I'm probably always uh, going to dump it, dump it off to his way. He's so quick. So I, and we argue that he's not getting enough playing time either. So uh, there's just a lot of issues that Texas needs to fix. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to get into the defense coming up next. All right, so defensive side of the ball, uh, I think, you know, this is a position, an area – that we, we've talked about at great length uh, about the issues. Uh, for me, I'm, I'm, I just want to kick this off by saying that the linebacking group needs to be better as a whole. Uh, between Joseph Asai, between the, uh, Damari and Overshone, and Juwan Mitchell, the three of them combined have missed 25 tackles this year. I mean, those three guys, they can't do that. You know, those are the guys you're counting on because your defensive line cannot – is not helping you. Right. Joseph Besai has got to be a better pass rusher. So, like, for me, when I look at this team, that's where I immediately look. I look at those linebackers. You got three of them that are supposed to be your your best players, essentially, because you're not getting what you need from the defensive line. You're not getting what you need out of them. So, I need a, a position group to step up. So, that's where I look at the linebackers. Yeah, we've kind of – I guess, pointed at the linebacker group this entire season as one of their weakest points. It, you could argue that it's their weakest point on this football team position-wise. position, position wise. And I honestly don't even think there's a close second. I know there's some glaring holes in our secondary right now. I don't think Texas necessarily has a pass rush right now. I think Osai's doing okay in that area individually, but he has no help on the other side, really. So I think a guy like Graham needs to step up. Um, obviously he knows that as well. He was talking to the media uh, this past week. So uh, he says they're just kind of a, a discipline problem going on with that team right now, which I think was kind of a shot at Herman in a way, but uh, players aren't just holding themselves accountable either. So yeah, I think the pass rush as a whole needs to step up this game because we know what Charlie Brewer can do when he's healthy. Yeah, but it, to, and not to disagree with, with what Quan Graham is saying, but it's not just a discipline issue. Uh, you know, it's 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 a scheme issue. It's it's, and you know, to hear like we heard this week with Tom Herman talking about searching the internet boards, it's like, well, do you have a plan for this game or not? Because it, to me, it doesn't sound like you do. So if you go into a game without a plan, which I don't think you're going into a game without a plan, but the perception here, you know, something I mm -hmm. talked about on yesterday's episode, the perception is reality. If it looks like you don't know what you're doing, that's what everybody's going to believe. And when you're not getting the results on the field, people are going to believe it. So, you know, they've got to figure that out. They've got to find a way, like you said, pass rush. I don't care if you're doing stunts, twists, blitz. I mean, they've got to find a way to get to Charlie Brewer. Brewer has struggled this year. So continue to go at him until he proves that he can beat you with his arm. 
And, oh, by the way, he's never really been a guy that puts up these huge numbers. They rely on the run game. So if you can limit his ability to do anything, that's really going to help Texas because they've had trouble stopping the run. Yeah, and he he actually – I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call Brewer a game manager. He had, he obviously had a successful season, what, like a little over a year ago. So I I just feel like these opposing quarterbacks have their best games against Texas. It's almost as, as if you're watching the Cowboys in the NFL. And so, like we mentioned, Charlie Brewer is an Austin guy. He's probably going to come out here and literally have his best game of the season so far. So, um, yeah, they have to get after the quarterback. I know uh, there's a lot of issues on defense right now, but it'll definitely help if they're able to get pressure on up front. Yeah, and is Caden Stearns going to play? Uh, you know, he's right. got a turf toe issue that he he had to sit out the Oklahoma game. Luckily, the bye week, so he had time to rest up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think he's got to play. Um, B.J. Foster's been good, but I, I just think Caden Stearns has more big playability than uh, B.J. Foster, but they need both of them uh, because right now this secondary has been banged up, and the, but like you said, they haven't played good this year. Yeah, and we were kind of preaching the depth at uh, secondary in all positions heading into this season, and it just seems like every year they're crippled with injuries <laughs> back there. So it seems like a long time coming since we were discussing B.J. Foster quitting during the UTEP game. So I'm glad he's playing well now, and uh, he's definitely one of the most important players back there. Yeah, yeah, Chris Brown, obviously he, he was dealing with injuries uh, throughout that game. Uh, Josh Thompson dealing with injuries. You know, they had to go with Jalen Green and, and – Sean Jamison, um, and, and they, they really could have used Caden Stearns in that game, and, and, and hopefully he's going to be able to play against Baylor. Uh, they're definitely going to need to find a way to slow down uh, their dynamic playmaker who, who kind of does it all. He runs, he catches. He's also their, their big-time returner. So, you know, they're going to need a, a, a big effort. I don't think this is a game where Texas just comes in and runs all over Baylor. Um, you know, people got to remember, like, I – I know that I picked Baylor to be further down in the standings uh, to begin the season, uh, but Baylor was in the Big 12 championship just a year ago. So, you know, people got to remember this team is still capable just because they got a new head coach doesn't mean that they're not capable of making a run. So uh, can't take this team lightly. All right, but let's get into our picks real quick. Cami, who's your player to watch and your, who are you picking in this game? Oh, so I'm going to pick Texas here. I Ooh, nine, nine point spread. That's, uh, yeah, I, I'm feeling pretty confident that Texas will come out here and win by 10 or more. So I'm going to pick Texas straight up and player to watch. This is a good one. I don't want to say Joshua Moore because I feel like he's almost a player to watch in every game. I'm going to go ahead and pick Keontae Ingram probably. I really think they're going to uh, put an extra emphasis on getting the run game going. And I feel like uh, just due to injuries and things like that, and he obviously needs a, a bounce back game after the last two performances. So I'm going to go Keontae Ingram here. Uh, I'm going to go with Jake Smith in this game. And the reason why I say that is if he plays, I think he's going to have a bigger role than he, he played against TCU. And obviously I think time off being able to get that hamstring right. I mean, I know it's probably going to linger, but I'm going to go with him there. Uh, but I am not as confident as you, Cami. I am picking Baylor in this football game to oh cover my and to win. I do not believe in Tom Herman will have this football team prepared to play this game. I got Baylor 38, Texas 27. So Baylor's winning big in this one. Wow, I'm shocked. I thought you were going to say Texas and then uh, Baylor to cover. 
No, I just I, I get it though. I'm just being a little bit more on the optimistic side. And I think after a bye week and two back to back conference losses, I think they should come out uh, uh, ready to, you know, tear the walls off of someone. So I, I'm feeling pretty confident. I think it's kind of a must win for Herman, and he knows that. So we'll see. I think it is too. And that's, uh, I just, looking at this football team and all the issues that they're having right now, I just, I, I can't buy in uh, until I see it. Uh, but that's going to do it for this edition of the Lockdown Longhorns Podcast. Make sure you head on over to the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. For Cami, I'm Patrick. Keep it locked on. Hook them.